execution, real talk. Living right, the execution, real walk. And stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside. And get your body outlined and chalk. I left the institution, real talk. Living right, the execution, real walk. And stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside. And get your body outlined and chalk. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Got you again. <laughs> Got you. Hook, line, and sinker. Right. Put them in there. Yeah, this is the House to House podcast. This is Amadi. I'm in here with Ragu. As always, you can ingest this wonderful podcast on Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, Ragu's favorite platform, Podomatic. And that- we are now on Stitcher. Yeah, if you're using Podomatic, please just go to the website. Don't bother with that app. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not the best. But and we're, but we are also on Stitcher. Um, as of this week, we're on Stitcher. So for those of you who use that platform or use that app, uh, please search House to House Podcast. Um, we are on Stitcher platform now. So shout out to the whole Stitcher crew. Thank you for getting us up and running, rocking and rolling. Um, if you are on the Apple platform, please, please, please give us five stars. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Um, that that helps us with advertising the podcast and kind of putting it out there for more and more people to hear because we kind of get put up on lists and things. Um, the more reviews that we get, particularly with the Apple platform. So if you have an iPhone, your iPad, iMac, two eyes, you know, I don't know your name. <laughs> your name ends with an iPad, I. iPhone, the new iPhone X X. Uh, what was it? XS or something uh, crazy? X Y Z. They just adding letters at this yeah, point. <laughs> if you got that, please give us five stars. We, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, and for all the other platforms, just go ahead and subscribe. Subscribe on Google. Subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podomatic, all the other platforms. Please subscribe. 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 So. Um, we do thank you all for your support. Um, a couple other housekeeping notes. Um, we will. Um, we have a uh, website up, new website, divemedia.co. Um, it's not just for this podcast, but it's all the things that we're working on here. So we have a couple other podcasts that we do. Um, we're going to be doing some YouTube stuff coming up in the future. So dive media, D-I-V-E media.co not com just co.co because we're cool and we're slick like that um <clears throat> and also we have a patreon page um if you go to patreon um search dive media um just to try to support what we're doing so if you're on patreon uh, we really appreciate your support um you know help help us do more things than just you know what we're doing now we're trying to you know get get things out that we're doing you know to more and more people um, who can hear the message of God's kingdom, who can hear the message of his house and his desire to entreat them as sons and not just slaves and servants. Um, so if you are on Patreon, um, please go and search us out. Dive Media, D-I-V-E Media or Divinimus Media, either or. I think I think both of them will pop up. So we're on Patreon as well. But enough of that. Enough of that. We're going to get back into the things that we've been discussing, the more weightier matters weightier matters <laughs> right so we we've been chatting these past couple sessions about relationships um you know one of the things that we talked about last time was just you know sometimes you gotta polish up a relationship right put a little yeah. bit more varnish on that thing you know sand it down and you know if you want to make it look pretty um and you know making sure that you put the effort that's needed sometimes relationships require effort you know that's the only way to build a relationship right. you know the 
the depth and the value in the relationship is the time and effort spent building it. Mm, that's good. There's a ratio. That's good. There it is. It's a ratio the time spent to the you know what you're going to get out of your relationship. That's a really good uh, example, Goop. Um, I think that you know we have to just make sure that we're intentional and you know purposeful. You know, if we want to build those relationships, we we can't not do anything and then look back and, say, and look hey. for like spontaneity. The, yeah, uh, exactly. Why don't they call me? Why don't they do? Yeah, well, well, you didn't put the time in. No, yeah. it's a really good point. And uh, the onus, uh, what my wife always tells me, the onus is always on the mature to, you know, make the extension and make the efforts because you can't just give up if you want the relationship to be sustained. Exactly. There's a there's a responsibility for those of us who are growing and maturing to make sure that we set the example, you know, that we kind of set that precedent, raising up these standards. So um, but, you know, the the other side of that coin is sometimes every relationship is not meant to last forever. Right. Some relationships, you know, like there are some relationships that are going to be long term, mm-hmm. even lifelong. Right. You may make some lifelong connections, some really long term connections. And then there are others that are not long term. There are others that may be seasonal for a season. You know, you may have a very good relationship with someone and then maybe whether it's distance or you guys just going in different directions, you know, spiritually or mentally or career wise. It could be a, a myriad or of reasons. physical location, anything. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just any variety of of kind of like attributes that kind of shape the relationship, you know. So it could be on location. It could be like I'm on a short term assignment in this area, you know, and this brother or sister may be in the area. So you're building. And, you know, even like not doing anything. Right. Sometimes people just grow apart. Even if you didn't like even if none of that happened, even if you're still in the same place. Right. Same job, same house, whatever. But just because of the way life happens, people just kind of grow apart sometimes. And you just, you realize, oh, this is, relationship is not what it was. Or it's not, it's not a priority anymore as right. it used to be. Exactly. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, honestly, I don't think there's, a, you know, we, we shouldn't beat ourselves up. You know, I, what, what I, you know, what I think is um, there's a way in which maybe we, we go about transitioning that relationship. You know, yeah. That there's no animosity Right. No, there, there's no offense or bitterness or what have you. But sometimes we just kind of acknowledge, you know, it's like it's OK to acknowledge, you know what, we're we're going in, in, in two different directions. And, yeah. you know, that's just not the direction I'm going in anymore. You know, like give me an example, like let, let's say you had someone you was your workout buddy for years. Every week y'all went to the gym three or four times a week. Right. You just yeah, this is my workout, man. Every time I go work out, I'm calling this person. This is what we do. And then, you know, years later, maybe you get a family, maybe things change and you don't go to the gym as much. You just don't go anymore. But that person still, are you coming? No, I'm not going. And so for months and months and years and years, you're just not seeing that person as much anymore because they're still so adamant about the gym and that sort of thing where things in your life may have changed. You know, you didn't do anything purposefully, just things shifted a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so you realize after a couple of years, when you see the person, you're just kind of like, oh, it's not, hey, we're not really... As close, close as we yeah. were, yeah. No fault of mine or yours, and it's like it's okay for you both to just kind of acknowledge, like, oh, this is not, it's not what it used to be. No, well, you know, okay. And, and you know, the relationship may actually evolve into, you know, the common ground would have been working out. It could have changed to like, oh, let's get to know one another a little bit. 
exactly. on a different different way. A different level, exactly. And so we got to just, I think it's it's really, you know, in, in important for us to sometimes acknowledge these things and not kind of, you know, like push them and ignore them, hoping that they go away. But it's okay to just acknowledge, you know what, this, we may need to go in a different direction. You know, right. and we see this in, in the scripture, right? You see in, 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 in the scripture, we, you know, a couple of different examples that we were talking about um, earlier before we started to record was, you know, there's one that ended, you know, a little bit better than the other, mm-hmm. but you know, so the, the nicer one, right? Well, why don't we start with the, the not so nice one yes. and then we'll end off with the nice right. one to leave you with a good feeling when you hang up this podcast, right? <laughs> so when you look in Acts 15, um, Acts 15 is when, you know, Paul and Barnabas were very close you know, sometimes I I feel like Barnabas fathered Paul in some things because when you read the early part of Acts, you see Barnabas going out of his way to find Saul mm-hmm. and to really spend time with him and pour pour into him. Um, so these these guys were pretty close. They they had a pretty strong bond and a strong relationship. But then you see in Acts fifteen that something shift. In in Acts fifteen, around verse thirty six. Yep. Um, they, you know, Paul, Paul wants to re- return. <clears throat> he wants to return to some of the towns that they had recently proclaimed the gospel and say, Hey, you know, Hey, Barnabas, why don't we go back to some of these towns to see how the people are growing? So on and so forth. And Barnabas says, yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't we bring Mark with us? And Paul's like, nah, I'm not sure about this guy, Mark. The last time persecution came, he left us high and dry, right? Valid point. I think it's a valid point. <laughs> you know, I need somebody that can hang rough with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> things go get... bad, I need you to stay with me. <laughs> exactly. If this thing goes south, I need to know that I can depend on you. It's a valid point. And um, Barnabas is like, I'll give him a chance. Why don't we give him a chance? You know, Barnabas is probably that glass Grace half full. Is, yeah, right. he's the glass half full guy. Give him a chance. And the scripture actually says that the disagreement became so sharp mm-hmm. that they decided to part ways. They, they decided to go in different directions to different cities or what have you. Um, but the the blessing is there that if you read, I believe it's like 40, 39 and 40. It says that, you know, Barnabas took Mark and went to Cyprus and Paul took Silas and went out. But they were commended to the grace of the Lord by the brothers and sisters. So although they decided to part ways and go in two different directions with two different people, because you see here, Paul takes Silas and Barnabas still takes John Mark. Mark. Uh-huh. The the body was like, all right, blessings to you guys. And it's okay. Like, I think it's okay if we, as people of God, as sons of God, as believers, if sometimes we don't see things exactly the same. Like, I think that that's okay. It has to be okay. Well, yeah, it has to be okay, yeah. But this is where I think sometimes unnecessary conflict can can come up. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if I feel like you have to see things the way I see it all the time, and then one day you're like, nah, Monty, I don't, I don't, I don't, nah, I don't see that, right? I'm going to be offended because I'm under this misconception that everybody has to see things the way I see it all the time. And so I think sometimes we come across unnecessary conflict because we're under this kind of misconception that if we if we don't all see things the exact same way there's conflict why you know i'm i'm not really sure i'm i'm not, i'm not really sure but i i i've come across people like that yeah i think uh you know i'll just speak this is this is me talking this is ragu talking i not the lord <laughs> right i think it's a it's a false idea of a degree of unity 
when you all are thinking the same and a commonality. But there has to be differences. There's no way. It's, it's not realistic. You know, we're all programmed differently. We all think differently. We perceive differently. And therefore, our idea, ideas cannot necessarily always be on the same wavelength. Because it's, it's, it's not realistic. It's not practical. It's not even how the Lord designed us to, to be. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, you're, you're exactly right. Like, unity is not uniformity. Mm-hmm. And I think people are sometimes are under that misconception that the body of Christ has to be uniform. It's like, no, we have to be unified, not uniform. So that's just kind of one of the examples that we, you know, pulled up in the scripture and said, hey, you know, these men of God, you know, people that love God, Paul wrote half Very the mature apostles yeah. in the Lord. Exactly. Went out, saved people, started works, and but they didn't see eye to eye. They chose to see things a little differently, which is, again, and I think where the the dividing line is for me personally, and, you know, definitely add in, you know, your, your thoughts on this, school. The, the dividing line for me is if it's not a sin issue, then I think it's okay. Now, if we're talking sin, the, the scriptures are clear about how and the, you know, how we're to, to go about dealing with that and the, the, the steps that we should take to redeem a brother or restore a sister, et cetera, et cetera. So if it's a sin matter, I think those, you know, that procedure, you know, pr- policies and procedures is pretty laid out in the scripture, All but right. things when, as it pertains to just our thoughts, you know, just the, the way in which we see things by the Lord, I think that's o- open to some interpretation. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can, I can think of a perfect example. It didn't lead me to be in a disagreement, but uh, I believe it was the Mormons when I was living in uh, Colombia, and uh, there was a group of you know young men that were you know trying to convert people to Mormonism or whatever. So you know I being a young you know uh, zealous. zealous, there you go. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna convert these mammoths. Come come on in, come on in. But there was no way it was not practical nor realistic for me to try to take on that idea wow. of trying to convert these gentlemen or going back and forth in the scriptures or so forth and so i just say all this that to say but that um again back to the initial question of you know if, if disagreement comes you know if it's not disagreement around sin or if it's not disagreement around affecting other people that uh this individual may be affecting or or pertaining to sin then you know different ideas sure why not yeah it's okay <clears throat> and i think and another example in in the scriptures that we were talking about is in in genesis um you want to read genesis that i count in genesis i believe it's genesis 13 all right so let's jump down to verse 8 so abram said to lot let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your herders and mine for we are close relatives is not the whole land before you let's part company if you go to the left i'll go to the right if you go to the right i'll go to the left so essentially they're about to part ways and abram actually gives lot the choice of which direction to part to and says hey if you go this way i'll take the opposite if you go that way i'll just take the opposite it doesn't matter and of course you know if you see how they parted it was almost like they actually valued one another and uh later on you'll see that come back together but at this point there was so much 
you know, there was so much, so much compassion and grace, and the the relationship had such depth that Abraham even gives him part of his lot that he can still flourish. And he let him choose. You know, Abraham, it was all his. Yeah. And he said, but you know what? You make the choice, and I'll just go with the opposite direction. Because, you know, for those who know, who know this um, account, you know, there was starting to be disagreements among Lot's herdsmen and Abram's herdsmen because they were all in the land together. Right. right? There, there, there appeared to be a shortage of land for their cattle or livestock to graze. Now, how did, now how did all this start? Remember, Abraham hears from the Lord. The Lord says, you go where I'm going to send you, land of milk and honey, et cetera, et cetera. And Lot's like, you know what? I'm going to roll with you, right? All right. He goes with it, almost like a father in the Lord, right? Because Lot's his nephew, if you know the account. So, yeah, this is a really good example here because similar to, you know, similar but not exactly the same to the Paul and Barnabas account, even in, in parting ways, even in separating, there's always a restorative nature to it. And I think this is what Abram was doing here. You know, he was saying, listen, that there is no continued quarrels between us. You pick the piece of property that you want. You pick the piece of the land and I will go to the opposite because this relationship means more to me, right, than the land, than the herds. Than any value that you can, any tangible value you can put on something. Exactly. Because Abraham's a wealthy man. But he's a rich, he, you know, yeah. Yeah, he, but he's trying to stress the point to Lot. You, this relationship with you means more to me than these things. So if you want to go over there and take the, the more valuable piece, I'm perfectly fine with that. And I will go to the other side. So I think that the, the point that we're trying to stress here for everybody to, you know, listening is it's okay. If you do not see eye to eye with one another on every single situ- solitary situation, that's okay. But even when we part ways, even when we decide to do a different thing, I think that there is a way in which we can go about doing it. And, and not feel like, oh, you know, there's conflict or strife in the body of Christ. Oh, my goodness. But that there's a way in which we can part ways, go a different way and still be fully, you know, invested in, in, in the thing in which God has called us to and feel at peace that I'm not warring with my brother, or et cetera, et cetera. Because there's a there's an, an opposite way to do that. Remember, um, Jacob and Esau. Oh, yeah. Right. And so the first time Jacob sees Esau after years, he's scared because he knew the last time hit, I saw this guy. about to guy, catch some arrows. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw this guy, there he's was a hunter. Trouble. He's a hunter, exactly. And so the first time he sees him after years, he is fearful. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the way they went about parting ways was totally different. He stole his birthright, and we all know that yeah. story. But I'm just trying to you know, compare and contrast the two different ways in which you can Part ways, part company. There's there's nothing wrong with seeing things, you know, differently. You know, there's a scripture in First Corinthians twelve where, where Paul writes, he says that we are many members, but we are one body. And so every single member in my body is not gonna think the same, look the same, do things the exact same way all the time because they're not uniform, though they're unified, right? We were just thinking about this before we started. So if you're like me, if you've ever been sitting like in your living room or sitting in a chair somewhere, maybe your feet get cold, right? You're like, man, God, my feet are freezing. And you go and put on uh, some socks or something, some slippers. Do you go put on a coat? No, because your whole body is not cold. It's just your feet that are cold. Now, is it to say, oh no, feet, you're wrong. It's warm in here. No, your feet are saying they're cold. 
So you're getting the sensation in your toes and your heel and whatever that it's cold. So, I mean, that's just a microcosm to how we should be functioning as a body. There, there are going to be times where a certain part may feel or see something that you don't necessarily see or feel. Yeah, and I think the the point to reiterate is the fact that these these uh, relationships still have to be left on terms that you know they're restorative in nature because there's enough there's enough antagonizing things that already are going on in the world. You know why cause even more dissension that are people of God or people that are believers inside of the body of Christ. That's a great example, yeah. Because I mean, there's already enough stuff that's trying to tear us apart. Why would we then add more gasoline to right. the fire by squabbling over things like children when we, when we should be able to be mature? Mm-hmm. And so, for you know, for those of you listening today, you know, I would I would ask that you would listen to the appeal to maturity. You know, is there now? Will there be things that there will be a legitimate conflict? Of course, there are going to be times where we just have legitimate conflicts that we have to resolve. But in these more minute matters where we just don't see eye to eye. It's okay to still be unified in spirit and just say, you know, I don't see that brother or sister or whomever. But hey, listen, like the people in Acts 15. But you know what? May the grace of God be commended to you on your way. Praise God, you know, because I know your character. I know your, you know, I know you after the spirit. So although I don't see what you see because I know you after the spirit, the grace of God be commended to you and we can keep it moving. And that's how we stay unified in our relationship. No matter what the level of relationship is, but we stay unified in heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there still has to be a degree of cordialness between the brethren and between people that are in the body of Christ. For that very reason, you know, that is what binds us together. Nothing else. The, the spirit of unity. Yes. The, it's the spirit of unity that bonds us together, right? The Bible says the spirit of unity and the bond of peace. So what is the spirit of unity? That I can see past whatever this thing is. Whatever obstacle and, and difference And I can see you after the spirit. I can see you and be fine with, you know what? I wouldn't do it this way. But you know what? That's the way that they want to do it. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And we just keep it moving. And that's where we have to get to, I think, as a people of God. Because if we're going to build, and this is where we wanted to sort of transition, because there are going to be certain relationships that, again, that are short term, that are seasonal. And then there are others where you're going to be building with people. And if I'm going to be building with someone, I need to be able to walk in unity. Right. If there's a short term relationship that I understand this is going to be seasonal. Right. You, we, we both went to college. There are people that I hung out with in college I haven't seen in years. It's a seasonal relationship. When we were in college, we were inseparable. You know, hey, you're going to the cafe, you're going here. But now it's like, I don't even talk to him anymore. Seasonal relationship. But there are others that I may be building some things with. You know, building in the house of God, which means I need to be able to see past some of the things in which we may differ in terms of opinion and continue to walk in unity because we're building some things. You know, there are some things that God is doing in us collectively that require both of us or four of us or however many people it is and i need to be able to see past the areas where we may not be uniform you know there now will there be people who may do things like me of course will everybody do things like me probably not you you haven't seen that just keep living <laughs> there there will be someone who do you know who does things different um different than you even in the body of christ you know so we again don't don't have the that misconceptions like man we're, we're all believers we're all in the house why don't you think the way i think you know why don't you do things the way i do it's like yeah because i'm a different person because yeah. god made me different yeah and and i think to to add on to that you know we 
we always uh, emphasize the point that the person is more valuable than anything, uh, any of these obstacles. And you know, how can one walk? Can how can one walk with another unless you walk together in unity? I mean, it's it's similar to marriage, but you know, it's a different paradigm with other people that are in the body of Christ. That's good, because yeah, it, it is a different paradigm, but the principle is the same. Yeah. I can't walk with anyone unless we're in agreement on some yeah. things. We have to agree, okay, and then we keep it moving. I think that's, you know, to sort of sum up things on here and kind of come around third base is that there are things, you know, that the house of God is called to build collectively. You know, there are some things that we're going to do individually, right? God calls you to do something, calls me to do something, et cetera, et cetera. And the father leads us there and we do it. But there are some things that come to, that have to be done collectively as a body, right? As, As the house of God. Yeah, as a as a prime example, you know, each of the one of the believers in the body are reflections of the Father, and you know, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's what I mean. We're all individual reflections yeah. of our Father, and then collectively, Absolutely. right, we represent yeah. the fullness, oh, a more go. clearer picture, right? Why I think it's in Thessalonians where it says, you know, that we will see Him and we will be like Him. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, how does that how does that picture become ever more clear mm-hmm. when we are all together? You know that that kind of perfect kaleidoscope that reflects our our heavenly Father. So, in order for us to do that, we I think that it's imperative that we realize: okay, we will be unified, not uniform. If I can understand that, then we can walk and we can build, and we you know we can build. What I think it's a that the the stones we built together with that I can't uh, think living of stone. Yeah, we're, we're being built together like living stones. It's in Peter. Whereas, you know, he's building us together into his house and we're living stones. You know, if you ever seen, you know, we're in the 21st century or even in the 20th century where, you know, uniform bricks and masonry. But if you think in biblical times, when you saw structures built with stones, no two stones looked alike. Right. No two stones. You know, we're we're used to modern masonry where everything is uniform. Every brick is the same shape, you know, almost the same color. But in ancient times, when structures were built with stones, you know, that's the imagery that they're using. When, when structures are built with stones, though it builds a structure, every stone is different, different shapes, different contours, some diff- many different colors. And different weight that it's able to bear, you know, if it's different smaller. Size, yeah. So smaller, that's, what, that's yeah. what we are as the body of Christ. And uh, that scripture that you're referring to, Amadi, is in 1 Peter 2, 5. Right. So, you know, be, be encouraged. I, I, I believe it's Amos 3.3 3 that you quoted earlier. You know, two can't walk together unless they be in agreement. So let's, let's be in agreement. Let's be in agreement on some things that God has called us to collectively. And let's, you know, see beyond these small, minute issues that can become stumbling blocks, right? If we right. let them, they can become stumbling blocks. Who knows what Paul and Barnabas could have continued to do you know, it's like Shaq and Kobe. They could have won more titles, yeah. you know. <laughs> they could have won more titles if they could have stayed together. Somebody you know? had to take that that humble road. Yeah. Somebody has to come down. Somebody somebody has to be able to come down and say, okay, maybe next time, you know. But it is what it is. So, you know, we, we definitely want to encourage you guys to realize that, you know, we're called to be unified, not uniform. And, you know, sometimes we have to look past these smaller items. Let's not make a mountain out of a molehill, right? Let's... I think I heard somebody say this before. Let's not major in the minors. Have you ever heard that mm-hmm. before? You know, let's not major in the minors. You know, there are there are things that are just minor, right? Yeah. If you like to do it this way, all right, I don't like to do it that way, but that's that's fine. 
You like to wear a three-piece suit to Christian meetings? Go ahead. That's fine. You know, that's fine. I don't do that all the time, but it, it's fine if you do, and vice versa. You want to come with a hoodie on and some tennis shoes? That's fine, too. Let's keep... It's not a major thing. It's right. a minor thing. But we, you know, sometimes can exalt minor things and make them a major thing, and I think that, you know, causes unnecessary conflict in the house of God. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, continue to to be unified by the spirit of, of peace that that uh, that binds us all together. Amen. So we do want to just in- encourage you guys to do that. We thank you all for listening again. You can um, check us out now, divemedia.co, C-O. Um, we even got some articles on there. I think I wrote one, Ragu wrote one. So we're going to be doing a lot more writing as well on the website. Um, and please, as always, jump on the Facebook group. Um, if you want to chime in about different aspects of relationships and maybe ways in which relationships can, you know, be ended or, you know, shift and transition, just ways in which relationships can change o- over time, because we all know if we've lived long enough that relationships can change over time. All right. But we do thank you all for listening. As always, we advance our father's kingdom one house at a time. So for Regu, this is Amadi saying bye bye. Yeah, till we meet again. Institution, now that's some real talk. Live right the execution. Now that's some real walk. Stay cool, cause outside my dude is real hot. Got bodies outlined out here in real chalk. I left an institution, now that's some real talk. Live right the execution. Now that's some real walk. Stay cool, cause outside my dude is real hot. Got bodies outlined out here in real chalk. I left the institution, real talk Living right, the execution, real walk And stay cool, stay cool Cause it's hot outside And get your body outlined and chalk I left the institution, real talk Living right, the execution, real walk And stay cool, stay cool Cause it's hot outside And get your body outlined and chalk And stay cool, stay cool Cause it's hot outside Stay cool, stay cool Cause it's hot and stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside and get you